It's those guys, man. It's the fucking bankers, the politicians. They're the ones that want to make coke illegal. So that they can make the fucking money and that they get the fucking votes. They're fighting the bad guys. They're the bad guys. They fuck anything and anyone for Can't a fucking Can't you buck. stop saying fuck all the time? Can't you stop talking about money? It's boring, Tony. What is this going for, man? Boring? What's boring? You're boring. Oh. Money, 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 money. That's all I ever hear in this house. Money, look at it. Pelican play. Come on, Pelican. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you just made me do. Look what you just made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you just made me do. Look what you just made me do. Welcome back, everybody, to a special guest episode of Look What You Made Me View. This is the podcast where we have not met your little friend. So, to introduce us, we brought Tom in. Yeah, we did. Yeah, this is a guest episode. Tom is introducing us to Scarface. Hello, Tom. Hello, I'm uh, Buns, Bundy, or Tommy for short. (laughs) Right on. I'm Ryan. (laughs) And I'm Kaylee. And you know what capitalism is? Getting fucked. That's the quote of this this uh, episode's film, Scarface, the 1983 classic, I guess. I mean, we've never seen it, which is just the most amazing part of this whole thing. I don't know how I've avoided this movie for so long. Likewise. And yeah. it's crazier that uh, Tom and I go so far back, like sixth grade, um, and we've watched a ton of movies. Like most of our <laughs> formative film watching, I think, is together. Yeah, that, that was actually like when we were discussing what movies we wanted to have for the episode. The hardest part was Ryan and I sitting there and going, "Well, have you seen this? Yeah, we oh we watched that together. Oh, we watched that together. Or yeah, of course I've seen that. Yeah, that must have been a hard thing to even come up with because you would assume everybody's seen that, right? Yeah, yeah. Scarface was a movie that I was like, of course he's seen it. You know, Ryan and I, <laughs> we both uh, both like a lot of Wu Tang Clan stuff. It's quoted hip-hop all over in general. In, yeah, hip hop yeah. in general. It's 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 quoted so much that I was like, he has to have seen it. But, but somehow kind of you thought of it. I was like, have you seen Scarface, right? <laughs> and then, like, no. It was I magic. Like, the whole <laughs> yeah. moment was so magic. All right. So, Scarface, beautiful. 1983. Uh, Google describes this movie as after getting a green card in exchange for assassinating a Cuban government official, Tony Montana stakes a claim on the drug trade in Miami, viciously murdering anyone who stands in his way. Tony eventually becomes the biggest drug lord in the state, controlling nearly all the cocaine that comes through Miami. But increased pressure from the police, wars with Colombian drug cartels, and his own drug-fueled paranoia served to fuel the flames of his eventual downfall. Um, Ooh. Very concise. Yeah. Uh, good Good overall summary of the film. So, Kaylee, I'm going to move to you first. I'm ready. How would you sell this movie or describe this movie to someone uh, if they were interested in watching it? All right, I got this. The great-grandfather of Hannah Montana <laughs> strolls into... <laughs> Stretch Armstrong in the house. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strolls into Miami. Um, He has escaped a communist uh, country uh, only to discover communism that exists within America. And and, uh, yeah, that's my summary right there. Right on. Okay. Thank you. All right, young Thomulan. um, What would you, if you had to, like, the whole idea of this show should be you selling us watching it right to begin with so right. if you were going to pitch this to us before we watched it okay like, how well, would you convince if us i actually talk? had to tell you like not trying to be silly about it what why you should watch this movie um why anyone why really? anyone should watch this movie mm-hmm. yeah uh it's a classic 80s crime drama 
Uh, it has, you know, a very kind of Grand Theft Auto Vice City sort of vibe. It takes place in Miami. Um, it's got a lot of drugs, a lot of violence. Uh, it's very quotable. You know, if you listen to hip hop at all, you're going to hear probably 10 things that have been sampled throughout the movie. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's a, it's a classic, it's a classic crime film that I think if you like crime films, if you like hip hop, if you like 80s movies, you should see it. Oh, all right. That is, and I think that's an amazing way to describe this because I now, having seen it, re- recognize it for this uh, historical uh, fact, right? It's, a, it's an artifact. It's this thing in a museum now because as a film, we, and we will get into it, uh-huh. not yeah. as, you know, it doesn't uh, really follow through with the hype. Like the hype is way larger than the movie. I oh, think. I thought it totally followed through. That's so weird. No, I thought this was because um, I knew very little about this film other than there's a lot of hype behind it and a mm. lot of cocaine in it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I felt like it totally lived up to that. It freaked me out. It got me excited about what was going on. Um, it confused the hell out of me. I'm not sure what the plot is yet, but yeah, I, I felt like it definitely lived up to the hype in my well, mind. Before we get into the plot, Tom, uh, we normally ask why someone would introduce this to us, right? Like why we would introduce, introduce this to each other. So uh, the motivation is pretty clear. Um, everybody knows this movie. <laughs> it's yeah, it is a popular movie. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a popular movie that but, I think you should have seen and, and it surprised you had. But why do you like it? <laughs> um, you know, I, I think I like it because, you know, one thing I, I noticed like when Ryan and I watched this movie together because, you know, we listen to a lot of the same music and have grew up with a lot of the same music. There's all these things that we turn and there's like a, a spot in the movie where they go, they say something, we turn to each other, go point to each other and go, yo, yeah. that's in, what song is that from? <laughs> um, so like, that's honestly probably the thing I like about it the most. Um, it's intended to be a serious movie, but like the, the time has kind of made parts of it seem a little goofy. Oh, uh, for sure. Um, and yeah. so like, it's kind of has a little bit of a comedic element because there's just things that like people didn't like look sideways at in the eighties, but now you look at it and you're like, what really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, outfits. That's, that's one of the top ones. outfits. <laughs> but you know, one of the things that always drives me nuts about this movie, but I think is also kind of hilarious is like the main character is supposed to be Cuban and it's played by an Italian guy. Okay. Oh, so yeah. that's a, that's a great lead into walking through this movie a little bit I love uh, it. because from the beginning of this, the opening scene, I looked at this and I'm thinking he's being interrogated and I, I, my first question was, is this okay? Like, for him to do this this way, it's very over-the-top Cuban. Yeah. And he's not. No. Um, and I think at the time, again, this is one of those things. We've been watching a lot of 80s movies, so in the era, it seems totally fine, but in retrospect, I don't think that holds up at all. Particularly, um, Tom, you pointed out that the uh, co-star that we see, like one of his partners uh, that kind of carries throughout the film, is one of the few Cubans, actual Cubans yeah, yeah, in the yeah, movie. Yeah. I think Manny is like his, it's like his best friend kind of, yeah. like it goes through the movie. Can you it's imagine? like one of the few characters that's actually played, the few Cuban characters wow. actually played by a Cuban person. Wow. Can you imagine like hearing him do that accent against 
what you're doing as a Cuban person. I, I don't know, man. Manny, that the, the actor who plays him is so handsome, like he didn't. Get it. <laughs> like, that, there's nothing. That, there's nothing that gets that dude off kilter. Fuck dude. your stupid accent. I'm gonna get some pussy. <laughs> that's like right. the most handsome dude I've ever seen in a movie. He is. Yeah, yeah. He is definitely. Uh, and you know what? Gorgeous. That follows through later um, to a very. I think one of the most powerful scenes in the film. So we'll leave it there. We'll get there. Absolutely. I, I can't wait to talk about that scene. I have a note that says octopus out of his cars. Um, He eats octopus three times a day. And I'm thinking like, lucky you. That sounds great. And I realize that? how terrible that is. But um, I love eating octopus. That sounds nice. But why, do, why does it say out of his cars? Because that's what he says. He's I mean, that's being my in, okay. He's being interrogated by um, immigration services. I don't know what their yeah. official title is. Yeah, like so. The way I want to just explain the the beginning is that he comes into the movie. Like the very beginning of the movie opens with I think oh I wrote it down. It's like the Mariel boatlift. So I actually looked up a little bit of the history on it. Cuba, they they actually let people leave that wanted to leave. So there was like something that said, hey, like if you're not. I think uh, we should talk about this because it opens yeah, with yeah, this. Yeah, it opens right. with the Mariel boat lift. And so my understanding, this is going to, someone's going to know something about history and actually like say I butchered this, but this is my, my Wikipedia summary. So, is history like hitch in his It's whole... like Hitchcock, but Hi yeah, um, yeah, it's but, Hitchcock's yeah, yeah, it's version like, of history. It's like history where you get vertigo while you're talking about it. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit. I like it. <laughs> Um, the, so Fidel Castro decided that like people that didn't have the revolutionary spirit mm -hmm. and basically people that just wanted to leave Cuba could leave. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't mm -hmm. want to hold you against your will. Yeah. Um, and so people got on boats and they came to the United States. You know, I think there's the movie kind of suggests that they were criminals. Ooh, it doesn't suggest 000. that. No, no, no. It doesn't suggest this. Mm -hmm. It straight up yeah, says straight up he says sends it. criminals and they give numbers. They yeah. give actual numbers of like which, uh, you know, there's a total of this many people going and then this many people are criminals. I didn't write down the total, but he it, does say. Yeah, it was, it was 25,000. I just saw yeah, it because we got yeah. the movie playing in the background. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't really want to get into it this quickly, but this is one of the most anti-communist movies I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. and I, it made me angry. I'm I, hadn't, gonna, I hadn't seen it in so long; I'd forgotten. I, I, I'd completely forgotten that angle. But it's like it, it's nobody like really talks about that element of this. It's propaganda, like yeah. crazy, especially people, at the beginning of the movie. People love this movie. They talk about this movie nonstop. I've heard clips. I've seen stuff, but I've never heard anything about uh, the communist element of this, the Cuban element of this. And honestly, that's the most important. Is there's a Cuban part of this mm -hmm. and it's i feel a misrepresentation particularly because of what we're dealing with right now literally there are problems in cuba with uh uh the u.s influence and this is part of u.s propaganda oh, in my mind you know one of the things that i think is it bears mentioning is the movie was written by oliver stone so you know you're talking about this kind of like anti-communist mm -hmm. uh, conspiracy type of stuff like i mean look who wrote the movie Wow. Yeah. Early Oliver Stone. Early too. Oliver Stone. Like, he mm. may not have really understood the conflict as well as he should um, because he is reckless with his pen. But um, either way, man, I was appalled by how they treated communism in this film. But it's not shocking. In the 80s, of course, it's going to be anti-communist. I'm going to argue that it's also anti-democracy, but uh, that... Uh, we can get into that. In some ways, it's anti-capitalist. I mean, my, mm -hmm. my quote is, you know, about capitalism fucking people over left and right. So at um, least it's not all down with communism. There are 
other elements at play here. All right. My Ryan character has expressed his distaste for the uh, uh, anger against communism early in the film. We will <laughs> walk through the arc of this and then finally we will come to the determination that this character that is so anti-communist ultimately fails at what he does and you know uh, we're we're going to get to this yeah. this is actually a, a a thing where i'm showing you my early reactions here and fuck i'm ready this movie is crazy Let, let's talk about the um the other aspects of this interrogation um they ask him if he is a homo and they ask him if he dresses up in women's clothes. Why? Everybody does in the 80s. <laughs> Why? I mean, it's kind of... The thing. Right, but this is like, we have to address this in every single 80s movie for why. Yeah. It was just a strange because thing. Because it's bubbling, man. Like, because... That's the funny thing about, um, we have so much media now. Mm -hmm. We can see this stuff, you know, popping up. I think the guy was just asking him because he was interested. He saw how cute Al Pacino is with his very, very sweaty face and body. Guys. And he says, Yo. Is there anything cute about Al Pacino? He was a handsome guy when yeah. he was younger. You he, think? He looks ridiculous now because he's got like a mullet and shit, but like he was a handsome dude. Yeah. I beg to I, I'm going to say very handsome. Not feeling him. The scar, yeah. I, go look, I get, I get maybe that. Maybe not it's in makeup. this movie, but man, go look at him in like the 70s. He was a handsome guy. For yeah. reals. Yeah. I, I think he's cute. But um, we well, can maybe, move on. We got a lot to get into, guys. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I don't know that we want to walk through the plot so much because um, there's just too much beyond that. Like, stylistically, this that's what this movie is. And that's why it resonates so much in hip-hop culture, right? Yeah. Yeah. So where does it start? We're, we're at the interrogation. I don't think there's so much there. The... the, the characters there the main and the you know the montana you know whatever his fucking <laughs> version of cuban is which uh -huh. i mean it's clearly offensive but um where do we kick into what this movie is tom i mean it's really about a guy who's hustling to get on top of the drug game gets on top and then fucks it all up. i think like, that's the movie yeah but i, I think it gets okay so um i, I forgot he does look like davy 508 or 805 the bass player guy davy the bass player oh, guy on youtube oh yeah 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 he okay, looks davy. just like this slap like slap yes. like i would love for um scarface to slap uh cocaine uh like a bass um <laughs> <clears throat> but the i think where it kicks off truly is the chainsaw scene holy crap oh, yeah. yeah that's actually the, that's one of the best scenes in the movie it's incredible yeah. it, i mean it, it's uncomfortable but it's also Whoa! He watches his friend die. Yeah. Like, that is cold. And then he goes and talks to, like, the big boss or whatever, and he's like, yeah, it was fun. Like, no, get this guy the fuck away from me. Yeah. Like, that is clearly a person who is not okay. I think he was saying that killing the communist dude was fun. Right. Oh, he was okay. all about okay. killing him yeah, because he was a communist. Yeah, because he was all about killing communists, and then they go in the refugee camp. Uh, we kind of skipped a little bit. Mm -hmm. But they go into the refugee camp, and they get, like, Manny has a connection with some dude that they're going to get green cards if they kill some, like, dude that worked with Castro. Yeah. That comes into the refugee camp. And so they kill him, and then they get out. And then they're, like, working, making Cuban sandwiches. Um, and then they convince some dude 
to go do like a drug deal. This is where we get like the ultimate trope for movies like this. It's this idea that like a guy talks shit to the boss um, and the boss says, all right, man, if you're such a big guy, he's here's an even better job with higher pay. Like, no, you just shit talk the boss. The boss would just drive away like. No, I'm well, I, the vibe is, and he even says it to um, the kind of mid-level boss later. Um, he's he's a guy you want on your side. He's kind of crazy. Like you need him for stuff, um, and he's right. He's totally right. But mm-hmm. um, Scarface is so crazy. Tony Montana mm-hmm. is so crazy. Um, I don't know how you handle this guy. He is a wild fucking animal. You don't. I mean, you you literally don't. And I don't want to use the term animal in reference Why not? to this, this human. D- 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 like, this dude is fucking nuts. There's nothing grounded about this character at all. No. Even from the not. jump, like early on, he's mad about washing dishes. He uh, he can't. Like, they had a good situation from the jump. And he takes that Sounds luck. kind of capitalist here, Ryan. Ooh. Am I? <laughs> Am I? I am going to ask. No. no, I'm telling you, like, yeah. he's not working within the community. He wants to exploit everybody around him. I mean, like, there's a quote somewhere where it says it looks like somebody's nightmare. And it's because of this mentality of let's move through and climb, 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 climb. That's my question. Tom, what is his motivation? Have kids, man. Oh, <laughs> he wants to have babies, <laughs> right? But right. no, I think his motivation is just to like. I, I get. I I don't think the movie's intended to be a critique of capitalism, really. Even though, how like, could it not be? There's so much fucking anti-communist stuff in it. Like, or is it anti-communist? Are they bringing it up to show that I, capitalism I mean, is no better? Because or of the time when it came from, and because it's Oliver Stone, I got to think the anti-communist part is like intended. Yeah, you, you know, and like, it may just be there to be the the other side of the coin. But to, I like, think it ends up being a critique of capitalism. <laughs> I do too. Almost I, not, I don't even know if that's intended. Right. I agree. And so I didn't really want to get to the end, but yes, I think by the end of it, it does look like an uh, you know one, one other side that, of the coin. I don't know if, if if y'all are aware of this, but it's a remake of a nineteen thirty two movie that really? is like doing prohibition, and so like. I don't. I've never seen the 1932 one, so I actually don't. Called um, I think sliced mug. I think it's called Scarface. Oh. <laughs> sliced, sliced mug. mug. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, Slicey boy. Yeah, totally didn't know that. Now I, I I would actually go and watch that movie. I'm into it. But yeah, I, so I think that one's like a prohibition Chicago thing. But like, it still has that theme of like they're trying to like you know rise to the top of the criminal underworld, so- and then they get there. And then it all falls apart. Like instead of uh, coke, it's booze. And I still think it has the like kind of like I'm sexually attracted to my sister kind of theme. What? In it too. The no fuck? way! Come yeah. on, man. Gina. What the fuck? This is so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. That's, yeah. Um, all right. Well, there is a point. I, I just want to move on through the narrative a little bit because it's mm-hmm. a bunch of just like posturing and stuff for the most part. Um, there's some fun to be had. We see the bells acting as a comedian. Was the Bells an actual comedian at some point? I have no idea who you're Richard talking Belzer. about. Who? Uh-oh. Richard Belzer. Who? From fucking, uh, like, all the CIS and CIS and shit and all that. Oh. What am I even saying? I don't know what show he's in. Richard Belzer, he plays a fucking <laughs> famous detective. 
Everybody else listening to this podcast right now <laughs> knows exactly who the fuck I'm talking about. This is great. I have um, no Richard idea. Richard Belzer, guys. Dick Belzer, yes. Um, <laughs> so I was going to ask you guys, was he an actual comedian? And now you don't know who he is. We have so no idea. I was, I was you know what? He wasn't very funny in the movie. So he like, was I not. not. Yeah. And I don't know that he was meant to. I think it was just me- yeah. meant to be background. But okay, so that no, happens. No, no, no. What this actually means is our audience is going to have to comment or they're going to have to send us too many emails. Was they he better... actually a comedian? I will be so disappointed <laughs> if every person that listens to this mm-hmm. does not react because I would imagine like two of them are like you guys. Yeah. Everybody else knows exactly who the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> um, and I think he was a comedian, so I can answer my own question. But either way, mm-hmm. moving on, there is some kind of uh, montage. Thank God. Okay. They drag ass through so much in this movie because it's almost three hours but there is a montage of him like becoming the boss becoming the guy making moves right Right. and it's quick and i appreciated that yes yeah basically he kills his old boss and takes his job yeah but the they made it quick yeah but it's i don't think they ever like fully established that his old boss tried to pull it ahead on him but it sure seems like that's what happened. He was talking shit, but like yeah. he's so paranoid all the fucking time. Yeah, so you super... never know what's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the and then he that's in the the Richard the Richard Belzer scene, right in the club. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do we want to talk about that scene? Do we want to go back to... Go in, what do you okay, have? Yeah, okay, what, so what I just feel really bad. There's this performer in that scene. Um, his name is Alberto, I think, and he's wearing like a giant paper mache head. I feel so bad that this guy had to die while looking like that. He's in like a pillowy fat suit. Yeah, he and... looks like that dude that <laughs> like the, the, the dude in Popeye, man. Like not not Popeye, not Bluto, not olive oil, not the baby. But when they're like a, there's like another dude who wears that hat. Oh, and the guy that wa- like wants to borrow hamburger, thick, uh, the, the thick hips. Yeah, yeah, he wants a hamburger. Yeah. Uh, the thick hips. Probably got sci- sciatica. I'll pay that. you tomorrow for a hamburger today, guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh yes. yeah, 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 that's yeah. yeah. That sounds just like Scarface, name? really. Damn. He is a yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! The hamburger is yours. I can't believe I can't think of that guy's name either, because that's a pretty iconic character. That's actually one of my favorite characters in that world. That, is um, his name Alberto? Because that's the name of the performer. I, I was gonna say Bluto, but it, but no, Bluto is the, the Bluto's the, villain. The, the, the dude with the beard. The He's the villain. Guy. Yeah. Mm. Um, fuck, man. It, if we weren't is it like Sweepy, bring... no, Sweepy's the baby. Right? Nope. That's yeah. I think so. I almost had it. <clears throat> That's okay. It'll come back to us. I just wanted to um, say that I feel really bad for that poor guy who had to die in a paper mache head. Yeah, that, and that's actually that. Like, this is not important to the movie, but. That actually part was weird because like they had the like the paper mache dude was like walk like they were about to shoot him like they're about to pull out their guns and then they see the like Alberto dude and they're like oh like I gotta see this so, like, <laughs> I was like I was like no like you don't have to see right, this like right. I can tell you as soon as that dude walked out this was gonna be lame like this is not the time to like put away your murder this was the time to speed it up so you don't have to watch this <laughs> yes. it's these two guys these two hitmen and they like put the gun on the table with the napkin over it. And then, then Alberto like, comes nah. out and they're like, oh, no. Nah. Oh, I got to put that back under the, the table. table. Alberto's here. Yeah, yeah. and then there's a light signal. Oh, I got to take the gun back out. Now, maybe they're just waiting for Alberto to walk by him. So they're like, this thing is so lame, man. Like, I need to get a little collateral damage. <laughs> <laughs> Two birds, one stone. 
Um, can we talk about the club for a second? Because what is this club? It's a dance club, but it's also a comedy it seems club. Very but it's a, a puppet it show. It seems very like Studio Fifty Four kind of. Um, honey, this is not what Studio Fifty Four looked like. Honey, like, it was no. Better. Did you just honey? No, I put on my jag voice. I said honey. Did you just no. like? I didn't go full twenty, honey. You don't know Studio Fifty Four, <laughs> me. I did not go full hunty, but I but did you, say honey. But you don't. Don't know any better than I do, <laughs> ma'am. No, but I mean, like I've watched documentaries and shows, <laughs> and, and like watching a documentary on Studio. Fish. I have I, done I, the same I, and grew up when it was still around. So fair enough. But who like, knows more? I, th- we're not here to like you know measure dicks, but th- that you're bringing this up. I just pray to gay Jesus that Studio Fifty Four was more diverse. That that's oh. That's my one. I'm just saying ish. I'm saying ish. Like they're, you know, I think this is a come up for this era, right? Like this is a Studio 54 ish kind of thing because there is, you know, representation here, right? This is not a, uh, this is not a rock club. It's the only best way I can put it. It's not like a hetero rock club. But it's not quite a disco either. No. Um, But, all right. People can dance in there, mm-hmm. and you can tell which ones are straight. That's that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gina, Gina's got moves. Yeah, the, yeah. The dancing in that scene is very fun. Uh, we all were commenting on some of the moves. What is the name good. of the wife? Do we know the wife? The wife. It's uh, a stupid name. White girl. No, she's got a name. It's stupid though. It's, it's like, Michelle Pfeiffer. It's, it's Michelle Pfeiffer who plays her, but. I actually need to look it up because I think it's actually worth... You know what? We can just say Michelle Pfeiffer as well. That is okay. Michelle Pfeiffer cannot dance. Um, I I will die on this grave. I will say oh, that Nobody can dance my in that day. scene, truly. Oh, but there, there are a few people and they're they're not straight people. But um, <laughs> It's crazy to me. The uh, Elvira. Elvira. Are I knew you it was serious? Like, I knew it was a ridiculous name. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. The look of him in the scene, I I had a note. It says he looks like a drag king version of Prince. Who does? The homie. Just look. I mean, it's he's got the big old foot, like a a, the biggest collar I have ever. He's a tiny man. Yeah, like it just works. If a drag king wanted to do a prince in his car, Mm -hmm. yeah, the Cadillac, yeah, tiger print, tiger print Cadillac. Oh boy. Oh yeah. It was all yellow. It was beautiful. Is that a Gatsby reference? I wonder. A yellow car. Interesting. All right. So this is um, directed by De Palma, but written by Stone. Um, Yeah, I wonder, man. He does. This is not very reminiscent of Stone other than kind of the disjointed scenes, Um, kind of the Tarantino stuff. Like anything that looks like a Tarantino thing, I think, is the early Oliver Stone signature. There are a lot of really intense cuts. I mean, we talked about um, the chainsaw scene, and that's just... Totally, but not soon after that, there is a guy straight up like being hung from a helicopter. Yeah, I, I kind of break the movie into two parts, right? Like, there's the, the come-up part, where he's like getting... like Basically, all the part up until he kills Frank, and then oh, it yeah. goes into the montage. And that part of the movie, I think, is actually legitimately pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All the parts after that are where the are where I think it starts to like not be as good. Al Pacino turns into like a whiny 
Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Like, I what mean, the was the scar me? is not exactly the right place, but he's got the scar. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he does. He's like, woe is me. I have everything I want, but there are still bad His guys Patronus in the world. Patronus is a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys speak the yes. same Potter language. Yeah. You Happy, must love um, this. We're recording this during Harry Potter week. Um, oh, yeah. That, fun little yeah. tippets. It's in the air, everybody. His it's birthday tough. is tomorrow. So excited. Um, I'm going to argue that he turns into um, the American dream in the second act. He, I know that. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Yeah, he becomes the American dream. He gets everything he wants. He has his trophy wife, mm-hmm. his wording, not mine. Yeah. Um, he's got the house. He's got people working on it. He has an empire, right? And yeah, I think that's very intentional, too. Yeah, it's, it's not good. all yeah. cocaine. He's got like a real estate and a well, travel it, agency. It's still cocaine fueled, but totally it. it I think that's intentional in a direction and story writing standpoint of showing him go through that process of pauper to prince, right? Right. But in drag all king prince. But then, drag but then he prince. gets there and he's like still not happy. You know, like he gets to like, he's got the beautiful wife. He's got all the money. He's got the nice cars. Mm-hmm. He's got like, but it's still like, then there's that scene, you know, kind of like the, as the movie's coming to its climax, there's like, they're at that dinner and they're like, and he's like, oh, they look like these mummies. Like, uh, like, like Bro, that's know? just like the belly dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's talking about how miserable, like, he's like, it's, is this all there is? Is this all there is? Because, yeah, you it's know, just like, like nothing's mm-hmm. there. Like, he just spazzes out, and then it's just like this nothing happens almost. It, it's it's a very weird, disjointed vibe. You it, were going like full just, Tim Robbins. They're like nothing people. Nothing. But, <laughs> so there's two, I think there's But two, that's just yeah. like the belly scene. That's crazy. Mm. And there's two, like, I feel like there's also two, like interpretations of that scene so like they'd kind of been playing like they kind of returned to this idea that he likes kids multiple times in the movie. <laughs> that's so true yeah. like that he, which is like there's no real reason to think that like he would be a good dad like he'd be a Fuck terrible no. father <laughs> no but it's like trump mentality right like he he wants offspring for clear reasons he wants somebody to take that's over just, his empire. i think that's the like king motif that's the, yeah you know. well I, I guess what i'm saying is that like are they trying to say that like hey money isn't everything and then like you should want kids or is it a critique of capitalism i actually don't know because like the, the I, one day you say it was like because in that scene you know he goes like your womb is so polluted man or whatever. oh my god this is like an arabian okay, night so, narrative so, <laughs> it's funny that we haven't done this yet we haven't really quoted and done the main so much because main. i feel like the more we do it it's gonna sound like an early adam sandler bit <laughs> Yeah, hey, that's kind of what. It, all right, so this is this is a very important movie for a lot of people. Samples galore in the hip hop world. This is like legendary. We cinema, don't give a shit right? about that. Um, we are here to for troll. me for me watching it as a noob. Uh, <laughs> it was just so comical. It seemed like uh, I could not believe him doing this it seemed like a bit it was crazy and i'm sure at the time it was like wow he's such a great character actor that's amazing that he can do the accent and he can he can really get into this character and now we're just like "Mm, questionable especially because like he's so over the top and and manny the one guy actually played by a cuban dude is like chill like he's like he doesn't. Ha- he doesn't have like weird affectations, you know. Manny <laughs> right. is the nicest human. He does. Being. He does vacillate between the main and the main. The, the main. The main. Like main. It, it, there are different ways he says that. Um, 
But every time Scarface says it, it just Mine. It's this weird ass. <laughs> it is truly a character, and that's I think that's what people are. You know, Pootie Tang, uh, fucking. Don't spoil Pootie Tang. For I know, me. but we I just want, to I just want to say there are characters that have so many different characters out there for you to mimic and it's just Scarface's it doesn't seem like it's meant to be related to something else it is its own thing and it's ridiculous like I don't understand the hyper masculinity of it I, I, I don't understand this character's motivation because he wants to climb to the top and then there's nowhere else he can go this is what I'm saying. I don't get the motivation. And this all comes to a head at the dinner scene where he says that his wife's womb is polluted. Uh, and I was saying it's like an Arabian Nights narrative. It's like he gets everything he wants from the genie. Fantastic. But it all is actually terrible. Like like there are little... Um, yeah, like I don't know. I, I, do you get what no, I'm trying yeah, to no, say I, here? No, I, I agree with you because that's why. That's why I say the first part of the movie is good, right? Like you, you Very. can understand that his motivation is like, okay, he wants to get to the top, and he's like, and he's kind of like his, you know, he has like his. The theme there is sort of uh, consistent, right? Like he's like, all I have is my balls and my trust, and I don't break <laughs> either of them, right? Okay, and, you know, like in in his whole Very. thing, he's like, I'm ballsier than you, but I won't balls, fuck balls, you over. Balls. You know, like, it, it, the whole thing is, like, I'm ballsier than you and I'm trustworthy. Therefore, you want me on your side because I've got the biggest balls and, I'll, and I'm not going to screw you. <laughs> right. This sounds um, so Trumpian. I hate this. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily think it's, like, a great, you know. Yeah. But at I'm, least it's consistent, right? Like, through the movie, like, and then everyone that he, he's like, I didn't, I never screwed over anybody that didn't deserve it. And then, like, the only people he really screws over is, like, Frank who tried to kill him and then Mel the cop that Frank's, like, sicked on him to try to steal money from him. Right, 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 yeah. right. Or and stuff then, steal money, because, like, whatever, it's all stolen money. And then he ends up going after his boss, but that is only because um, his boss tried to kill him? Was well, that right? Well, I think he thinks his boss tried to kill him, but okay. I, don't, I don't know that it's ever really established that his boss tried to kill him or not. Okay. Gotcha. But he does... It, it does. But wasn't that the restaurant scene where there was the, you know... It's right after that, right? So, like, he's in the scene... Where they they're in the club with the Alberto, the like dude dressed up, and the the guys in the, the Uzis that come up, yeah. And then he go, he remember he goes to Frank, and he's like got like he's like arms in a sling. Mm -hmm. It's because probably he got shot, I assume. And then like he goes in with the dude that looks like uh, Bruno Mars, and then like the other Manny, and then the other guy. He didn't crash that grenade <laughs> for him. And then like he, like Frank's like begging for him. He's like, give me a second chance. I'll give you ten million dollars. Like, and he's like, oh, I won't kill you. He's like, Manny, shoot this guy. Okay, yeah. and none of the other people in that room had guns. Like, not even the boss had a gun. That the cop had a gun, weird. but he was just like, no, like, I'm Like, whatever, I'm, I'm a cop. Yeah. That was kind of interesting how he tried to negotiate as a police officer. Um, I'm not sure what leverage he thought he had, but... Um... I think well, he yeah. thought he was just like, oh, you're just won't, you won't shoot a cop. And he's like, I mean, well, you're it, sitting in a drug dealer's office. So it I was so dumb you. because it's like, bro, you shouldn't even be here. Like, <laughs> you dying here is already implicative uh, or is that um, implicit? Um, yeah. Implicit in your fucking crime. Yeah. Uh, and straight up, the party didn't look that good. Like, it was not worth, like, breaking that, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just like three dudes sitting around drinking whiskey. Like, you, you could have done that at home, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> So that brings me to yes. an all-encompassing, like, mini intermission here, which is just kind of me pointing out this is 
literally the Venn diagram of likes Grand Theft Auto and loves Scarface. Like, <laughs> oh wow, yeah. Everything Grand Theft Auto is Scarface. Yeah, like they they meet oh, yeah. whole. Like it, there's no Venn diagram to like meet in the middle. Like it's it's the same thing. No, yeah, Vice City okay. is absolutely like everything. It's, Grand, it's even a, the it's, first one yeah. is pulling from this, but Vice City is the direct ripoff. Yeah, everything else tonally is this because the the stakes are high. The characters are unlikable. Yeah, it's all over the top. It's the super... dialogue is ridiculous. Sometimes it's funny. This is Grand Theft Auto. People ripped this shit off and made billions of dollars on video games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this. I mean, uh, capitalism. What I say? This movie. This movie is like more. It's super impactful. It's influenced a lot. Yeah, but I don't understand why. Because I don't like this. I don't want to watch this again. Really? I don't. I would watch this again. We're not there yet in, okay, in the progression yeah, yeah, yeah. of our bits and yeah, everything. Um, but I still want to talk about Gina like real bad, man. Talk about Gina. Gina, fucking gorgeous, Master Antonio. She is beautiful, right? It was immediately apparent that the Manny, the best friend, is going to get with Gina. They're going to end up together. That's going to be a problem. I was so hoping that it was going to be okay. I'm going back to fucking Harry Potter. I thought it was going to be a Ron and Hermione situation where they were all going to be like best pals or whatever, but they're also kind of related. Like, I thought it was going to be okay. You're right? not even mentioning and it's Gina's not. hair jiggle. <laughs> Her poof. Um, yeah, Gina has beautiful hair. It's it, crazy. It's, it's gorgeous. Um, I just, I really hope that it's natural. Because I looked up a recent picture of her and she's still got the same hair Listen going to on. you. I, what? Listen to you. I hope it's natural. I, I do. I hope the carpets match the drapes. Because I hope she has not had to perm her hair for the past mm. 40 years. <laughs> that sounds exhausting. Um, yeah, I would feel bad for Master during the mid two, during, during the early 2000s. You sounded more temper. thirsty than concerned. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, you know what? She's beautiful, okay? <laughs> I stand by it. Um, I mean, Scarface thinks so. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Let's talk about it. Why? Okay, okay. Um, we're going to have a vote right now in this room. Is Scarface in love with his sister? Oh yeah, absolutely. Clearly, yes! it's, the, it's the worst part of the movie. It's yep. unanimous, yeah. everyone. I, it's, it's, it's a, and I know that 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 subplot is in the original, which is, I guess, why. But like, I think it's so unnecessary. Like, okay, <laughs> the second that Gina sees Scarface for the first time in like five years, like I'm thinking, this is a secret wife like this is somebody that he married in cuba and is now in america and they're I gonna thought meet it was up like again a daughter. oh god that's even worse there's no real explanation about how his mom and gina even got to the united states this becomes complicated because of that three hours doesn't really touch on any of the intricacies of that no three hours focuses on tony montana being a motherfucking maniac and also Lots of cocaine. I think there's probably 25 minutes of doing cocaine in this movie. Let's talk about the cocaine for a second. There, There's a lot of doing that, but yeah. um, I think... It's like the cocaine movie. I don't know that I've ever seen a movie that does more cocaine. 
No, no. I, I think this is <laughs> the, the, the way I said it. It was like shocking. Like they're like, like oh, cool. You're gonna I was, make th- I was trying to movies. think about it as I was letting out the end of that <laughs> sentence. And yeah, it's true. It's so true. Okay, so there's the scene at the end, uh, closer to the end, where um, Scarface is sitting in the bathtub and he's watching TV, and uh, it's this reporter guy talking about how there's a group that wants to legalize cocaine, so it stops the illegal trade, and so you can tax it. I think that's the point of the movie. And if this is written by Oliver Stone, that's weird. (laughs) That's very weird that that is the case. And the reporter is like, I don't want that to happen. But um, we as the viewers. There must have been an early push for legalization of cocaine in the 80s. Do you feel like Oliver Stone has done cocaine? Like he's he's sympathetic to cocaine, but like no other drug. He's yeah, like yeah, marijuana to go eat, but he's like but cocaine's okay. <laughs> right, right. But everybody was doing it at that point. Everybody. And it seems like this is very much propaganda for the drug. It wasn't the drug that killed Tony. It was his uh hubris. And multiple gunshots. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, dude, literally multiple gunshots. He took a lot of gunshots before he before he like it really even really too many, him. too like many, Frank. Too many. Yeah. gun, dude. Yeah. Okay, so the end scene we were talking about Belly with Chris on another episode, and he said that the end scene is like shot for shot, just like Scarface, and like, damn, it really is. What if Encino Man was a movie about just end scenes of movies? Encino Man? Encino Man. I would hate it because I love Encino Man. That's one of he my favorite He would spoil everything. Okay. Encino Man. Oh, okay. So wait. Um, and he would do the weasel every time. Yes. Brendan Fraser <laughs> is actually from the future. He's come back in time yes. to spoil all the movies. Kaylee, we need to write for this. For Polly Shore. We need to write this screenplay right now. Encino Man. I think we could get Brendan Fraser. Yes. I agree <laughs> with you. He's not doing much. Indicino Man. We might be able to get Polly Shore. Because he already does a show where he comes back as a robot. He yes. can do the same thing in Encino Man. Yeah. He can come back a, as a robot. You have sh- a scene where he like just goes to the sixth sense and like he's Every, like, yeah. sitting next to him and he's like, he's already dead. Everything. Literally. The fucking, uh, oh, I love it. I love it. Like, I, I don't care Schindler's how we list, do this. Schindler's List, Red Dress Girl or whatever. We're talking about Scarface, Ryan. Scarface. Scarface. Yeah. Uh, Oliver Stone has definitely done cocaine. That's that's my opinion as well. I think this is a pro-legalize it film, while also being like anti-communism. Yeah, that that's my final. Stand. I'm still, you know, I'm still mixed on the anti-communism thing. It seems like it very early on, like they, it seems like a clear line what they're going for, and now by the end of it, the main character loses his shit. Like it, he fails. It's something about in, in like, the communist spirit or the capitalist spirit. He fails. It's something about him seeing the two kids in the car, and he's like, "I'm not going to kill these kids." And then he just yes. fucking snaps. That's important. Yeah, and it Scarface cares about kids and moms. That and, was shocking. Why? I think, I think I think they were trying to establish throughout the movie that he has like some sort of honor. Code. How? Because like you know he was always being like, oh, I, "I'll never screw anybody over." Like that. I feel like that that was like a continuation of that. Although like. The the believability of him being like super into kids just doesn't it just doesn't add we up. We have man. watched this man <laughs> observe like a guy a com- getting chainsawed. The guy, like the guy's a complete animal, and the fact that it's like, oh, like he likes to play with kids. 
And he's, he's like, on coke, dude. Yeah. He's on coke. And the bomb's already there. It's, it, he's not doing anything other than driving in that scene. So he doesn't kill them, technically. So yeah. it is extra uh, even, weird. Even before he's doing coke, he's like meeting that like club chick. And all she does is do coke. And he's like, I want you to be the mother of my children. Yeah. And, right. And like, you know, like, you're like, no. Like, this probably like doesn't make any sense, dude. One of the no, most sorry. bizarre elements, for sure, uh, is, is the uh, respect or, I guess apprehension i don't know I, I, i'm not very sure weird. i'm not sure and then he goes full-on kills manny my favorite character in the movie yeah because he's so handsome yeah he's too handsome why did he kill him because he got with gina they got married he loves his sister so much and is so protective that when he sees his best friend mm-hmm. uh has been sleeping with her mm-hmm. instantly kills him Mm-hmm. Like, no, yeah, he's not even like no, no, even, no, no, no conversation. Either. Like, hey, Gina, you okay? Nothing like that. Like, Wait, no, no respect. He doesn't say a single thing. thing actually in that scene. He just nope. She just instantly shoots Blast him. Bam. Blast him. Tom, do you have siblings? I don't know this about you. No, no, you no. don't have any siblings. Okay, okay. And Ryan doesn't have any siblings. Yes, I, I do. Well, yeah, you you have half siblings. Yes, that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's very fair. Um, I have two sisters, and if I saw a slimy guy drag either of my sisters into a bathroom stall, I'd kick some ass too. But I'm not gonna shoot their husband. I'm, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not gonna. Julia's sh- defense: He didn't realize they were married. Well, also, <laughs> it's her house. Let the I mean, woman be. I think it was his house, actually, Manny's house. Is it? It was. Oh, yeah. oh. But okay. also kind of weird that like Manny is like his best friend. He didn't know where he lived. <laughs> Wait, this is why this is why I think it's Gina's house. Okay, there are weird little things. Like about you know, that. like they're, they're like they're like, well, what addresses? What street? Yeah. And no, then no. he's like, and he's like, oh, like, and then he's like, like, he didn't like like this guy's like, and especially as how paranoid he is. Like, why didn't he right. know where he lived? Okay, right. who right. does he go to to find Maybe the address though? I don't know. No, 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 no. It was definitely Gina's house. I'm gonna argue this because he goes to his mom's house and he's like, what's the address? And he's like, how can Gina afford a house on that street? Uh, Gina doesn't have money like that. Um, and, uh, the mom's like, oh yeah, 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 it's 409 something street, 409 (laughs) Caroline, um, cleaning supplies street. Mm -hmm. And, uh, then he shows up. I think it's Gina's house. I think Gina is getting her freak on in her own goddamn house and her brother shows up jealous as hell. Whether she bought it herself or married into it, it's her house. Yeah, it's her house now. That's right, Tom. Yeah. And that's where it all fall, starts falling apart, and uh, we end up at his crib, and the opposing drug guys so, are coming to get him now. Uh, Yeah, okay, so there's the dude Sosa, we haven't really talked about, but he's like the guy in, in, in what was it, Col- kombucha or something like yeah he like, drinks kombucha it's, it's, yeah. like, it's like some like some i don't know some Cochabamba. In, in, somewhere in bolivia yeah um and he's like the bolivian drug lord that they buy cocaine from mm-hmm. and he and scarface ends up like kind of working with him and then he's like hey you got to kill this reporter he's like blowing up all of our stuff on the on he's gonna be on 60 minutes and then scarface won't kill him because like He's got his kids and his wife in his car, so like he's like, no, like I, I don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he kills the dude that's supposed to kill them, and then Sosa gets mad, and then he calls him and has a quote from a famous Raekwon song, and then... I told you a long, long time, time ago. ago. <laughs> um, and then, like, minutes later, there's people at um, Tony Montana's house trying to kill him. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and that scene is very reminiscent 
Although not as reminiscent as I remembered once I've seen that since I've seen the two movies, but like in Belly, there's like the Jamaican dude that you can't understand. Yeah. Um, and when he, but the the end scene is very similar yeah. to that where he's like, I am the. I remember what he says in the belly, but he's like, I am the baddest motherfucker or whatever. Yeah. Like, and he's like shooting yeah, all the guys. And yeah. like, Tony does the exact same thing. Yeah. Right. Like he's on the top of this, except he's on the top of the stairwell and he's like, you know, who do you think you're talking to? Who do you think I am? That's funny because, uh, in belly, he's not the main character. It kind of works a little bit to watch his downfall that way. Yeah. In this seeing our main character just devolve into mania like cocaine fueled mania there was a moment where i was like he's for sure is gonna go kill that guy in bolivia like he's he's gonna get back up right he's gonna puke and rally and he's gonna go kill the guy in bolivia yeah, one thing i will say for a three-hour movie it doesn't actually seem i'd say surprised. i'd say it yeah. seems it seems uh you know about 40 minutes uh, shorter than it actually is. It makes me actually want to watch uh, The Irishman. Is that what it's called? I have avoided it for a year and a half now. There's plenty of Irishmen that you can watch anytime for plenty of hours down at the tavern. Yeah. (laughs) I definitely could. I'm talking about the movie on Netflix. I've avoided it because it's three hours long and it's apparently kind of like Scarface. So now I'm going to watch it. Thank you, Tom. This is so ingrained in everything. You've seen parodies of this. Oh, yeah. Unless you're, like, younger than 20, I can't imagine you haven't seen a parody of this in some way. Right. Uh, The guy goes out in a blaze of glory, like, in his own glory. I mean, there's really nothing glorious about it in the objective but, view, but you're but, forgetting some parts here so like you're skipping over the part where gina comes in right like that's the weirdest part oh of the my the, like God. right before, the incestuous part right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like right before that like right at the very really right at the end it's like right, it's right before the like blaze of glory mm-hmm. his sister he, he kills homeboy uh manny mm-hmm. and yeah. then they bring her over and like his buddies dudes that work for him are telling him something I don't know. They're like, oh, yeah, she's okay. She's calming down. We gave her a quaalude or something. <laughs> right. Um, and then she comes into his office with a with a handgun, and she starts shooting at him. Right as, like, this dude's, like, out the window, probably like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm about to kill this guy, and his sister's shooting right. at him. There's some, like, half-naked chick shooting at him. And she's like, do you want to fuck me, Tony? Come over here and fuck uh, me. And it's, that part is so yuck. unnecessary. It like, is. It's, I, I, I don't even like that whole subplot, because I just I don't think it adds much to the movie. Not at all. And then, like, that whole part is just, oh, it's, like, super cringe. You're <laughs> saying that it was a part of the original film as well. Yeah, it is. That, that, that same subplot, I know. Like I said, I haven't seen it, the but sister, I, I've read the yeah. syn- synopsis, and that same... I don't know if it's because it's like a 1932 movie. It's probably mm-hmm. like, oh, like he kissed this his sister's like hand or something. This is like keeping the um, the like, blackface in the multiple uh, jazz singer yeah. movies. It's you, so, you don't need to keep that in there. It's so easy to have the protective of your sibling narrative without being in love with them. Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah, we don't need no Game People of Thrones. People love their brothers and sisters, and uh, Game of Thrones. That's enough. Game usually, Thrones. you don't have to want to fuck them. Right. So right. it's weird that this movie brought that in, but uh, that's right at the end of the movie. And the literal end of this movie is Tony getting lit up, but <laughs> overly like he's still alive. He gets shot up so hard, and uh, he still kind of makes it through. Yeah. Fascinating. Is any of this significant to you guys? I mean, it seems inevitable at this point. I mean, he leads up to this pretty quickly. You know, we get that montage and then he's on fire until he dies. There's something about like the mixing of blood and water, 
you know, in literature and, and shit. But um, I, I thought it was particularly beautiful and ghastly the way he falls into the fountain, the big pond yeah. um, that is yeah. just in his foyer. With the, the sign that says the world is yours. Yeah. yeah. And actually, you know, that sign actually reminds me of a video game that's not mm. we haven't talked about yet. Like, um, <sighs> how have we not done that? Well, it's not the not the video game we Scarface, which I've never played, but the uh, <laughs> um, Bioshock actually. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever played Bioshock. Yeah. The 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 globe. I knew that's what you were gonna say. The globe reminds me of the the a lot of the the stuff in Bioshock. Yeah. I think that was it's like cool. one of like the central areas or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. exactly what you mean. God, you you could talk about video games and this movie's influence on them forever. So many things about this. You know what, audience? Or like a video game. If you can think of a reference we haven't mentioned yet, and send us an email. Why not? Yeah. Post it on like uh, Instagram or something, or we might have a Discord. You could just holler at us there or create forums and, you know, fuck around there. Yeah. Either way, man, I think we talked about this whole movie. And the story, while being three hours long, roughly, mm-hmm. let's call it two and a half hours. I mean, uh, whatever. Yeah. The credits it's pretty are simple. Long. Yeah. It's pretty simple for how long the movie actually is. And I know they're trying to create some nuance and some cool here, some vibes here, but uh it's a pretty simple story. The man comes from Cuba. I think he is a uh, a Cuban um criminal. That's why he is anti-communist because the communists locked him up, right? Am I wrong about this? Yeah, I mean, it's the only thing that makes sense to me. Yeah, because the movie tries to tell you that Cuban, uh, the Cuban government is sending criminals to the United States. That's the whole, everything is predicated on that. Right, right. And And I I want to look up the history of this. I want to know more about this because of this. So yeah, if I'm wrong, clearly hit me up. But um, that's kind of where I'm seeing this. But yeah, I think it's a very simple story um, of a rise and fall. Right, yeah, and people find it cool. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's, I think it's a story. It's a, it's a it's a fairly classic story. You're like you know, like the a lot of a lot of movies follow that trope of like yeah. rise to the top, fall. And there's Probably. a lot of cool things that happen here. I think De Palma does. There's a, a cool shot like where um, they go from the hotel room to the car and then back. Like that's a really interesting angle that he got there. And he did mm-hmm. that all in one shot. Like Dude, that was the really fascinating. The chainsaw scene yeah. was crazy. We go from oh, like yes. turning up the TV uh, to the car outside, then back into the scene and the guy's getting chainsawed. And, like, that's, and that whole scene is like so tense. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. like it's one of the best scenes in the movie, I think. Like yeah. it's like they're in there and you know, like he's like, can I keep the door open? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and like they're negotiating and they're talking like, well, where are your drugs? That's the Where's very the money. Yeah, that's, that's like the Tarantino-esque. Like that, yeah. yeah, that is very Tarantino-esque. It makes me think a lot of the scenes in Pulp Fiction are like that. Where, where it's apparently like, it's uh, that that is De Palma-esque in yeah. <laughs> Tarantino's. Yeah, game, but Tarantino, right? honestly, in my opinion, does it better and does it more frequently. Sure, yeah. But like the, but, that, but that's, that's like his uh, modus operandi or whatever, yeah. But like that movie is, uh, or that scene is, that scene I think is really, really good. Um, totally, yeah. That, that got me excited about it. Like, yeah. I, I think I even commented at the time. But um, here we are at the end. I think it's time for some highlights and lowlights, guys. Yeah, we're ready. I want to thank Tom for bringing this to us. So, uh, Kaylee. Yes. What was your favorite thing about this? Okay, so my favorite thing. Oh, Manny. 
Okay. Okay. And <laughs> and I'm I'm I know that it's Manny. I'm just thinking of how to argue this. Manny is so sweet and so kind and so adorable and so loyal, right? He is just genuinely nice and yes he's kind of gross to women but it's really really funny ultimately he ends up with the sister though yeah and it's a very sweet so relationship for, like, i think yeah i 100 percent ship the the sister and manny i love that they end up together right and i thought like this was the one thing that was going to be good in this movie right um and it's not it ends up really really not being scarface good. will rob you man yeah, I, I really thoroughly enjoyed Manny. He seemed like a kind presence yeah. um, throughout this movie. That was nice. Word up. All right. Low light. Gina. Gina. Fucking Gina. All right. Um, yeah, I was not okay with the the whole brother-sister thing, of course, but really uh, the thing that- Unnecessary. Uh, Just, totally unnecessary. But yeah. the thing that sealed the deal for me was- Scarface looks over at his sister and he goes, uh, his dead sister, and he goes, oh, Manny. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to get a moment where he feels some remorse for killing his sister's husband. And then he's like, I can't believe Manny did that to me. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, man? That's not cool. You killed my favorite character. And, and then, you feel no remorse. And then that scene, she comes in and she's trying to have sex with him. And I'm like, dude, he did so much coke. Like, he, he can't have sex with you. Right. Right, anyway. right. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's so weird. Man, Gina is complicated. Okay. I'm not sure what the motivation is. She didn't have to come in and But her in hair still looked pretty good in that scene. Oh, it's bouncy. It's good. It's jiggly. Bouncy. Crazy she's good. She's got the jiggly hair. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I got some highlights and low lights. Let's see. Um, I think my highlight... The highlight of this is um, a very surprising element. Yeah. Uh, I didn't necessarily like it, and because of the same reason that kept me from watching it for so many years. It's that kind of gangster shit. It's that, like, machismo bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just fucking tough and cool, and I'm going to fucking blast you, right? Um, but what I didn't <laughs> expect at all <laughs> was this movie occasionally turning into a horror film. Yeah. Literally. Any time somebody looks at his sister, the horror movie music starts, <laughs> and it's just like, reet, 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 reet. it's so fucking chilling. Like when that happens, mm -hmm. I loved that, and I, I think you could explore more with that. Uh, you know, so this is you know I, I I hate to call back to like previous episodes you've had because but we've already done it. So like we were talking about Belly, so like one thing Belly does not do is it doesn't put any emphasis on the important points in the movie right like you you'll mm -hmm. like there's there's things that are like super important plot points in the movie oh yeah totally and, and you'll this, just be yeah. like oh i guess that just happened yeah and like but this movie does the exact opposite where it's like an important plot point and it just like drives it into your head oh like, yeah with the music and with everything so hard that like, everything you like there's no way to miss it like oh i guess it's really important yeah his love for his sister yep I think it's curious you took the Gina Boise to be like that because I took him to be like um, in the movie Eighth Grade. Whenever the main character sees the boy she's interested in, that that like beat drops, yeah, and it's like ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought it was kind of like that, which is why I early on realized that he loves her more than a sister. Mm -hmm. I would like to redo this movie, okay, and have a real sharp turn. Okay. Towards horror. 
I, I, I mean, it's just they're teasing it to <laughs> we'll me. We'll do that right to after me. It's we being teased Encino, every man. fucking time you see him twist over somebody like digging his sister. So funny. So all right. So uh, low light for me. Um, we already mentioned the sister stuff. That's you know gross. Um, I mentioned the sister stuff. That's great. <laughs> Okay. Because it's this, you know, overprotective brother. That's a different thing. Like, that's a, come on, man. That's a cool element. That's a different family dynamic. Yeah. And we make so much content at this point. Why don't we explore that? You're anyway. Like, okay. I get what you're saying. Low light for me. I, I have a note that says kind of makes me want to do cocaine. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, All right. I don't think that's fair. Really. A moment of honesty so I'm gonna, for Brian. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to. um. I'm going to go with Chained Up Tiger. I don't like the Chained Up Tiger, bro. I knew that was going to mm. be your low light. I was so mad about it. Yeah. I'm I'm so mad about so many moves this man makes, but that one because it in, involved an actual animal, I had to I had to just go there. Mhm. Yeah. Tom, you must have some highlights and low lights, right? Yeah, so highlights. I'll say that like Yo everybody, I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. This is one of the greatest music videos of all time. One of the greatest music videos of all time. Drug. All right, so that was National Anthem by Lana Del Rey. I brought this to the table because it is also very long for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it's about the American dream. Uh, so yeah, this came out in 2012, I want to say. Um, yeah, so it's a little bit further ahead than I was planning on going, but... Um, yeah, I thought this was the most apt for the evening. Interesting. While I don't normally enjoy Lana Del Rey, this was weird enough for me to kind of, at the end, lose myself in it and kind of think about it a little bit more. She does some weird stuff. Um, She does have a song called Yayo, and I almost picked that, but I thought that was too oh, appropriate. That might have been better. <laughs> yeah. But this was vibey. I didn't love the song. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually don't hate Leonard Array's music. I don't love it. Like I don't listen to it. But Video like games. But I think it's like at least <laughs> occasionally different sounding than other things. Mm, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, yeah. So, you know, so the, the, I, I understand that she is a creation of the big music machine. Yeah. And, that and, was and, very and, clear and, here. It's very yeah. clear here and it's very clear when you know her history that she is there's not a lot of authenticity there. Yeah. I'm glad you're yeah. saying that because uh, my experience with her is her most authentic, authentic stuff. Authentic. <laughs> Auth authentic. My Authentical. <laughs> uh, my experience with her is uh, her most authentic stuff, I think. Um, stuff like video games and um, I'm I can't think of song titles that well, but 
Yeah, video games. I actually the like, way it, like that, song that I yeah. found her has seemed does that one that's to like, me. My pussy tastes like Pepsi Cola. Yeah, Pepsi Cola. She sings it like so that. Good. Is that how it's sung that's too? That's exactly how it's sung. Exactly. It's, uh, that's it's it. Can we harmonize that one? One, two, three, four. <laughs> My pussy tastes like Pepsi Cola. So I don't remember that song or that lyric, but yeah. That's just the kind of vibe that I got from her was I was experiencing what I have seen from her was what she wanted to portray. So this was shocking. The way she's delivering the lines, like the cadence and everything, it seemed very forced. It it was like a marketing um, ploy. They wanted to make this mini film, so they made a song to go along with it. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, and it just kind of falls suit with her whole general vibe. She's very Jackie O. She's very 1960s. Um, and she's seeing ASAP at that time. ASAP Rocky, I think, is her boyfriend so at the time. So they do a JFK and Jackie O. I feel like I feel like that yeah. dude is like, I don't know, man. She made him do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's Yeah, yeah. It's like... Because uh, the video is kind of corny. Whenever Kanye shows up on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. It's yeah. very forced. Like, I don't think that. It's like, come on, Kanye. Like, we need, we need you on, to be man. on an episode. Come you on, said man. you'd be on six episodes a year. <laughs> look, look right, I'm right. not trying to be sexist. This is my straight up opinion. Okay. I don't think this is worth it for ASAP <laughs> to go through all this nonsense. Lana Del Rey is not like that. Um, Kanye putting Kim on the fucking motorcycle and doing that shit is a different story to me. That's fast. Okay, that, that that video is ridiculous too, though. Yeah, it's insane. Um, yeah, cool. I'm glad that we watched this. Uh, do we want to do favorite parts, least favorite parts? Ryan, what's your highlight for the film? <laughs> I thought cinematically it was amazing. Are we talking about the I movie was, or the? We're talking about <laughs> the music <laughs> video. <laughs> I'm calling it a film. It was long. <laughs> it was way longer than it, the spoken word. Um, it was extreme. Yeah, I'm calling it a film. Yeah, and I might do this to you at some point, have an extra long um I've already cinematic. seen Thriller. God damn it. <laughs> okay. Favorite part is, it is really cool, um, the whole idea of it. The song, unfortunately, doesn't really hold the project. Mm. Um, I think otherwise, it's filmed well, it's cinematic, it, it captures you and, and holds you throughout. Um, if not for the music, I think it'd be... 10 out of 10. Cool. Okay. Low light? Music. <laughs> I mean, pretty clear. Okay. I thought it was a trash song. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I, it was bizarre. It's not to my favorite song. To hear her doing that, like, da 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 Like, that, that, like, fucking Mego almost that shit. Standing ovation or something? Yeah, the like. triplets. Ovation. Yeah, yeah, that part was... It, it seemed yeah. odd. Tom, highlights? So, I kind of like that it's a actual music video. You know, like, so I feel like yeah. one of the things that is annoying nowadays is like, you know, like, um, you know, when we were growing up, like music videos were a thing. Like it was like people well, MTV them. was a yeah, thing. Yeah, MTV played music videos and, yeah. like, and everybody watched them. And like now like music videos are often an afterthought. So they're like kind of basic. Um, so like, I like the fact that it's like, I realize it's still 2012, but even then people weren't really doing music videos that much. Right. That it's actually trying to be a music video yeah you know like the, i i think more songs more artists should have music videos even if they're i think they're back 
Yeah. Honestly, I think that shit's coming back. I think thanks back. to Lil Nas X, they are back. Maybe I need to go to I think Lil Nas X is doing a great job. I think yeah. uh, Baby is now doing more cinematic Ooh, stuff. Oh, yeah, we yeah, don't yeah, talk yeah, about Baby. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Well, Anybody just who saying, does not stand for He's a very popular artist, and he is currently doing that. Uh, Beyonce put out a whole fucking like, feature yeah. for Lemonade, so um, this is happening. I think yeah. the return of art. Yeah. Because, guess what? It's in the hands of artists now. It's so much easier to like make art and put it out on your own. So art is, especially yeah, I mean, with the I, pandemic. Yeah. You know, like, when I think about music that like I really remember, like it often has a video associated with it that I also remember. Not always. Uh, yeah, there like, are very few songs that I am that attached to without a video. Mm-hmm. in some way or some sort of like memory like maybe it's even a live thing I don't but know. there's certainly songs that like i'm mostly attached to because of the video but i can like i'm kind of neither here nor there on the song you know mm. like 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 november rain for instance like i right. not that i even love that video i just sticks in my head okay <laughs> so for our generation i think it's funny because our favorite music we have that ability right in almost every instance other than the deep cuts on the albums but um then we got into classic rock, and it was like, oh shit, we don't always have the video for that. Well, a lot of times the videos were what's like. It's a video for anyway? Cashmere. I don't even know that song. It's the Puff Daddy <laughs> remix, though. Sorry. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> like, there's no video for that. For I mean, I, there, I think there is a video. Uh, well, there is the song Remains the Same uh, movie that has, you know, a couple. Sometimes I remember the video better than the song like that. I mean, we talk about Puff Daddy. You know, the, the Sting song for like when Biggie died or whatever. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I remember the video better than I remember the song. Rump Shaker. Oh, I remember that video. Yeah, they're at the beach. You will simultaneously All remember the visuals zoom, zoom, with zoom, the audio. Zoom and a boom, boom. But you remember the yeah, visual. They, yeah, they're like at, at the, the beach the time. whole time. Yeah. Even my racist ass grandfather loved Rump Shaker. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> None. Coming up. Come, yeah. Future episode. The Rump Shaker. All right, guys. Yeah. I think. Uh, Rex effects. Yeah. Yeah. The video was interesting, right? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the video. It was no Rump Shaker. Uh, yeah. Worst part about it is I I, I don't. I, the the song is kind of different to me, and I think it's sort of corny. Like the video is sort right. of corny. Like I, I like that it was a video, but I thought it was kind of corny. Yeah, um, it's not my favorite song by her for sure. I'm I'm a fan. I'm not like a stan, but yeah. I'm a fan. Um, yeah, the the video makes the song better. Like without the video, the song is it's just. I feel basic. like they have to coexist. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, well, thanks. Cool. Uh, I mean, this was kind of interesting. Thank you. Hey, man, anytime. Uh, now let's hear a word from our sponsor. Drug. Highlights for me, I think, is I really like Tony Montana's vibe in the movie. Like, it's it's bad, but entertaining. Yeah. Um, so you know, like, has, like <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like, why it, people are sampling like, it. People are sampling it. Like, people are looking at it. Like, he's he's fun to watch. Even though one of the things that I kind of noticed in this viewing that I never really thought of before is like, and, and Ryan, you can tell me if you feel the same way. I feel like post once he's on top of the world, his character is actually kind of like Marlon Brando and Godfather, yeah. but like skinnier and younger. Hmm. Um, like, but his mannerisms, like he's like all slumped over at the table, yeah. but like Marlon Brando's like, he's like a, supposed to be like an old man or whatever. So your highlight, uh, do you have like one thing that you like the most about it? Uh, you know, I, I kind of like the, I, I like the, I like the eighties vibe, man. A- anything eighties to me is just nostalgia. I I'm a sucker you. for it. Right on. So like any, anything that, anything I see that's kind of like 
that brings me back to something, even though like, it's not like I ever lived in Miami in the eighties or anything, but like eighties are always nostalgic. I think growing up in the eighties gives us affection for that because I also think that of the grand grand theft auto games, aesthetically, that's the most pleasing is vice city. Um, it's Mm -hmm. essentially the same game as all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the early ones are all the same. I love, um, San Andreas because of the music, because I really loved, uh, early West coast hip hop, but, um, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Cool. Cool vibes. Um, and it really is a seed for so many things. We've already kind of covered that, but it's so essential for references throughout hip hop and film post the time this comes out. Like I think Mm -hmm. it was hot. the, The minute it came out, right? This was a hit, wasn't it? My understanding was it actually was not really well received at first, really? but it oh. took a little bit of time and then it was, I think it was commercially successful, Got it. but I think it was reviewed mm. poorly. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Low lights, man. Okay. So I think the low lights are the kid thing. It's just not sold well. Like mm-hmm. the only really one scene where they even really try to establish that like he actually has an affinity for children, and it actually is like sort of an okay scene, except except it reads so out of character with the character up to that point. Yeah, like where there's a point where he's like where Manny's like talking to some chick, and he just like randomly sits with these kids at a pool, and their mom like doesn't even look at him funny even like, that was like sociopathic guy? like how yeah, he was yeah, talking yeah. to them i would be if if that's their mother sitting next to them at that point and she doesn't chime in that's poor parenting because i'd be like hawkeyeing i'd be like, like some strange dude just sitting down and like talking to my kid i'm like Who the yeah you, man? man yeah fake ass tony danza yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so low light is the low light is a whole kid thing like i just, I just kid stuff I, I feel like it's I like agree. it's supposed to be a motivation for the character but like it just doesn't make sense, man. Like it's like why even have to bring kids into this? You like, know what like I mean? you, you find the to. you find the person that's like the biggest animal you've ever known in your life, and you're like, oh, like, but he really loves children. Like, no, oh. Oh. <laughs> that is what's supposed to tie us. I guess he just wants to be a dad. Like, you know, like, just like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like where, where is that? Like, that he does exist. talk about having mm. the okay. So he talks know, about it like yeah. three or four times, but it just doesn't. It just doesn't. I just don't think it's convincing. All right, so how do we do a how do we do a sequel to this? Um, I think we do a sequel in heaven for Tony Montana. Really? Um, Montana. Montana. The low lights for Tony get so low because he shines so bright so early. You know, he peaked in high he school. He burns quick. Guys, we are exposing these films to each other to see if they resonate. And to see if we can continue to watch them together. Mm-hmm. Kaylee. Yeah. Would you ever watch this again? Or would you run away? If you would not run away, would you want to make this motherfucking bitch famous? As if it's not already. This bitch is famous. I'm going to make it more famous. You would. I would watch this you'd, again. You'd watch I'm this shocked. Um, All I two hate hours gore. and 50 minutes of it. I hate gore so much. Um, There's only one scene of that, though. No, I mean, guy hanging from a helicopter. That was that was pretty disturbing. So that's two. I don't even remember that. Shooting yeah, in the guy. um. Wow, that that says something about the film. Yeah, I would totally watch this again. Um, I feel like there may have been things that I missed. I want to go back up, uh, research the history, and then I want to research the Spanish words that are said that I 
that I just didn't know. Like Maricon? Uh, nope. <laughs> I can tell you what that one means. Nope. I, I got that one. I got that, that means one. friend. <laughs> That's what I say to my grandma. Um, <laughs> no, we'd totally watch it again. What about you, Ryan? Would you watch it again? Would well, you run man. away? Or would you make this bitch more Ding. famous? Run away from me, baby. <laughs> I don't want to ever watch this again. Um, I already know too much about this mimically meaning through memes and by memes i mean the inherent ultimate meaning of memes which is cultural understanding and Mm -hmm. this has been inside of things i've been paying attention to for decades so i don't need to see it again i don't want to see it again i didn't really enjoy it i think it's racist as fuck well damn Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yeah I mean, think about this. All the bullshit that's going on right now with recasting and like um, appropriate casting, this does not work. It started it all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Except they really didn't, though. It goes back way further than that. Right, right. Of course, of course. But this is is part of an era that is just tone deaf. And no, I, I, I don't like this, man. The whole main... Oh man. Oh, oh, but okay. So since we're talking about man, I'm not. I cannot lose this opportunity. Razor Ramon. <laughs> All I can think about was uh, Razor Ramon. Also not Cuban. Not Cuban. This but it had to be upsetting. inspired by this movie, right? All the like. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that the Razor bad Ramon, guy Chico. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that, that Razor Ramon is just like he watched Blood in, Blood out, and then he watched this, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna come. Yeah, I'm the bad guy Chico. Like that was his whole mo. Like that was this wrestler's thing. Kaylee, yeah, you don't know who yeah, that is. No, I do. I do. Razor Ramon. Yeah, yeah. I my favorite yeah. wrestler of all time. I listened to Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast. Yes. Razor Ramon. Who did you? Who would you think? Who would you guess? This is rare. We don't have guests this like this. This is beautiful. That me. I do yeah, like actually, this. this is a really. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Okay. I love it. Um, so, I would have thought if you Rick... just had to guess, if I had to get, uh, if I had to guess, I would have guessed you would have picked like a WCW, oh, Diamond Dallas Page, or something. WCW or for real Sting. You're going to be a Sting guy, bro. I didn't Sting's even watch WCW. I didn't watch any of that bullshit. I didn't watch WCW either. Like if you said Chris Jericho, so, okay, Jericho, say, okay, Jericho, I would be picked for you. I would make maybe say uh, Christian or Edge would be somebody I would pick for you. Nah, man, Jericho man. would be one that I would pick for you. Mankind, Let me think about mankind. the other one. I would say is uh oh, someone from like Degeneration X, like uh. But bro, I'm like a I'm like a Superfly Snooker. I'm like a Jim the Barber. You know what I mean? Like I'm, oh, I'm like Barber, way man. back like, like that joint. Like oh, if you want to go way back like that, uh, Jake the Snake. Uh, Jake the Snake is cool, but Razor Ramon was my all-time dude. This is crazy. I did know this about you, but when I first... What was that in the movie? Yeah, that he like, held him up over his head. like when the... the Razor's Edge, bro! Yeah, that's right. Mm. And then the fucking... Uh... I used to play that on the Super Nintendo. What was all the... the um, one, two, three kid took him out. Oh, the one... Who ended up being X-Pac. Really? Yeah. I didn't realize the same guy. Welcome to the... Um... Who also ended up being in a pornography movie with China. Wow. <laughs> that's true called one night in china welcome wow. to the wrestling podcast with oh, tom and ryan that is the best name for a porno ever like nothing beats that one night in china damn in china damn with a y with a where y. were Perfect. we everybody we got lost in this wrestling yeah, talk no i was, was fun, just though. gonna say i thought your favorite wrestler for the longest time was rick flair 
I, I was sad. Well, mistaken. I have a band that you know honors Ric Flair, but um, no, that's not my no, favorite. No, but I hate him. How could you not? <laughs> I hate how, that guy. I love him. I mean, I mean, how could you not? Figure for love a beautiful man. But my, fa- I mean, I, my, fa- dude, I, you know how I am. I'm very quirky. My favorite uh, basketball player is Chris Mullen. My favorite baseball player is <laughs> Chris not Sabo. Chris Paul. Fuck no. <laughs> Those plot notes. Um, yeah. And uh, let's see. What other sports are there? <laughs> uh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. We I said basketball, basketball, baseball. Uh, football. Football. My favorite football player. Who's my favorite football player? Chris. Uh, it's got to be a Chris. Andy it's Dalton. <laughs> it's not. Uh, Bo Jackson. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's because cool. Tech Mobile. No, that's because oh. I grew up in the Bo Jackson era. And also because he, he's the best player in Tech Was Mobile. the gr- greatest running back. Especially in Tech Mobile. But the, uh, ironically, my favorite team, the Bengals, took him out. Wow. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is Bo Jackson the guy who also played baseball? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. I know things. Look at me. I. Yeah. I, I knew one thing about sports. If you're going to you say, know, if I was going to say quirky, I would say like Typhoon or something. Huh? Like, because nobody likes Typhoon. Like, that's not anybody's favorite. Are we wrestler. talking about wrestling? Yeah, again? yeah, yeah. Like a quirky, like Full no one, circle. Like that's that's like the quirkiest wrestler you can like, right? It's like tugboat. What about Doink? <laughs> I don't remember Doink, man. No, the, what are the, the clown dude? motherfucker, bro? <laughs> okay. Like, what about what about the dudes that were like? I, I can't. Obviously, people can't see me, but they they like have like the redneck thing, like they like like <laughs> like people from the hills type thing, you know? Like, I know you know, uh, they're like. They're like <laughs> Did the arm thing? Oh shit! Oh, what were they called, bro? Audience mayhem has broken out in the studio. The, uh, oh shit! I'm what trying. are they called? This has turned into a fireside oh, that was shot. Crazy. That was crazy. About wrestling. But they were in. They were in a uh, Scarface, I think, in like a cameo. <laughs> <laughs> now turning back. Okay, we're back. Yeah, man. It sounds like. Um... Most of us would make this famous or keep this famous in this situation. Yeah, yeah. Tom and I are in agreement. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'd watch it again. I mean, I perfect. I, I, I think it's honestly. I've I've probably seen it. I don't know four or five. I times. think it's crazy that people like it so much because it's so long. And traditionally, Americans don't like long movies. That's a fact. Yeah. Until it's Titanic. Oh my god! I hate that so movie. so this is on I par have not with Titanic. Seen all of Titanic. It's, it's Titanic, Scarface, um, Schindler's List. Avatar. Haven't seen Schindler's List. I have Those seen Avatar. I've never seen um, Schindler's List. Oh, we should watch that. Ryan, have you no, seen Schindler's List? No, I've not. No, no. I mean, I already know how oh, it ends. Oh, whoa. I don't care to. I don't know anything. That's the thing. I knew nothing about this film except it's a guy with a scar and a lot of cocaine and he says, say hello to the little friend. And that was all <laughs> I knew. My little friend. Yeah. My little friend. My <laughs> little my friend. Little friend. I say hello to my little friend. Yeah, that's uh, that shows how much I knew about this What movie. is his little friend? Um, a gun. What kind of gun? <laughs> Fuck if I know. I you don't no remember idea. what his little friend is? I have no idea. Because that, that, okay, so I, I'm just fucking with you, obviously, but um, I didn't know what the little friend was. I knew I it was a gun. I assumed it was like a rapid fire machine like a, gun. Uh, yeah. It's not. It's like a grenade gun. Oh. Yeah. It would have been way better if he was just exposing himself, though. <laughs> oh, boy. <Ta-da! laughs> he should have done both. He should have, like, whipped it out and yeah. shot the gun. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Tony Mini Tana. <laughs> Tiny Tana? No. Mini Tana. Tiny Mini Tana. Tiny Montana. <laughs> <laughs> 
our little friend. Hey, I'm tiny Montana. Mine. Al Pacino Everything is, is mine in this movie. Everything's mine. Um, yeah, there's that scene yeah. where he hits him with the double mang. <laughs> like like two mangs in one sentence. Mang. mang. It was like when I think it was like when he's in the bathroom, like 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 beating up the dude that's like trying to like have sex with his sister in the toilet, <laughs> and he's like, "Mang, what are you doing, Mang?" <laughs> the main. He's the just main, silent. The main scold main. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's too rough. I Is feel it... like uh, it's time to move along. <laughs> I mean, clearly, but we're, <laughs> we, we are having point. fun, everybody. Um, this is a <laughs> this is an iconic film, so I don't want to leave anything out if we can avoid it, but obviously we will. Everybody, don't hesitate to comment uh, on our Instagram or our Gmail. Excuse me, I mispronounced that. I think. I think it's pr- pronounced g- gum gamail. I'm not sure. Gamail or Jamail? That sounds right. Jamail. Yeah. 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 Either way, um, we do want to hear from you. And uh, again, this this really is a big movie, and it's it's crazy that um, both of us have not seen this, Kaylee. Mm-hmm. Um, and we consider ourselves film buffs in many ways. Um, you do. I have proven time and time again that I have not seen anything of merit. Yeah, <laughs> <You have laughs> seen that, Captain Ron. Not... Yeah, yeah, I've seen Captain Ron. And the proved... only good film in the world. <laughs> and it proves time and time again that we can see old things that are new to us, right? Yeah. Uh, So thank you, Tom, for being here and doing this with us. Next time we hope to see a movie with Tom, I think we talked about something. What will we do next? Yeah, I think probably. It's got to be Godfather. Godfather. I'm all for it. I am all for it. (laughs) Neither of you have have seen that. You have to. All right. Yeah. Tom is the Gambino boss here. (laughs) Another film I know nothing about. Very excited. If you would like to comment at all on this episode, you can hit us up on Instagram. We are look what you made me view at Instagram, or you can send us one too many emails at look what you made me view at gmail.com or five too many emails at look what you made me view at gmail.com or mm-hmm. 1000 too many emails at gmail. Excuse me way ahead of myself just like you're way too ahead of yourself with all those thousands of emails right i know you're already thinking of way too thinking of way too many things just slow down and type look at what you made me view at jamail.com right and, remember, and i pronounce it perfectly so if you don't know jamail.com <laughs> jamail.com if you don't know how to spell that you're a fucking moron don't send us any emails we only want smart motherfucker emails and smart motherfuckers can lead themselves to look what you made me view at jamail.com so looking forward to reading those we will see you bros next time with tom we will see you gangster ass motherfuckers keep your ears open and your buttholes closed because you know what can go up those these nuts (laughs) Mm-hmm. Boing, boing.